In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the fifth Sunday of Thot, but we're reading, it's a Lagbata Shwaya. We're reading the fourth Sunday of Thot, even though it's the fifth Sunday and it's the 29th. Basiani, that's besides the point. Today is the Gospel, the Gospel is from Luke chapter 7. It's about the sinful woman who washed the feet of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the Coptic Church loves this Gospel so much that it teaches us to pray this Gospel every night in the second watch of the midnight hour. And I think there's a lot of aspects of this story that the church wants us to focus on. I think this woman shows us how much she loved the Lord Jesus Christ, her willingness to be humiliated in the eyes of the Pharisee, her sacrifice of the fragrant oil, and then her love to wash and kiss the feet of our Lord. And it was for this labor of love that this woman did that she received something much greater. She offered some fragrant oil and she received back forgiveness of sins. And today we want to be like this sinful woman. We want to go to the Lord's feet. We want to put our heads to the Lord's feet. And if you were to review the scriptures, you will find that a lot of good things happen, a lot of good things happen at the feet of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so today I want to share with you five good things that we can experience when we are like this sinful woman and we put our heads to the feet of our Lord Jesus Christ. Number one is the feet of the Lord is a place of forgiveness. When someone is begging someone else for something, the natural position of begging is at the feet. The natural position is to bow down and to plead and to insist. It was as if the sinful woman was begging the Lord for forgiveness. She was aware of her sins and she realized the magnitude of her sins. And and we often ask for the forgiveness of our sins, especially like in all the church hymns, we're always saying, but we ask for the like forgiveness of sins, but how many times when we ask for this forgiveness of sins, do we understand the magnitude of our own sins? And how many times in the liturgy do we ask for mercy? But when we ask for mercy, the proper position to ask for mercy is... At the feet, at the feet. And that's why in the parable of the unforgiving servant, when the master called in the servant to pay his debt, it's written that the servant came in and fell down before him. Fell down, it fell down at his feet, saying, Master, have patience with me. He was begging him, have patience. And then the master forgave him, and then that servant went and found another servant that owed him very little. And then it's written that the other servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you all. In both cases, they didn't sit at a conference table and try to renegotiate terms of the, the, the debt. No, the proper position was they both fell to the, to the feet. And that's why I think for this reason the church teaches us to offer matanya or prostration. The matanya or prostration, like very powerful practice. It's a practice of humility. It's a practice of love. 
It's a practice of putting my head to the feet, to the ground, and to kiss the ground. And you might say, well, the ground is dirty. I don't want to kiss the ground. But like, yani, get a vacuum. Or, the, like, no, put your head to the ground. Yani, like the Lord's feet, they were his feet. They were dusty. They were muddy. But this didn't prevent the sinful woman from going and washing the feet of the Lord with her tears and wiping them with her head. Desperate people will go to the feet. They kiss the ground. This is our pleading for mercy because we want forgiveness of sins. In the Sermon on the Mount, it says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. St. John Chrysostom, he says, Do you know what the poor in spirit and who they are? He says, The poor in spirit, according to the literal Greek, he says, The poor in spirit are the ones who beg who know how to beg, that a humble person may learn that they should be ever begging, they should be always begging, all of us should be always begging at God's almhouse. At God's almhouse. I seen the beg from God, so He gives us a little grace. This is what we do at the, the feet of the Lord. So the place, the feet of the Lord, is a place of forgiveness, it's a place of pardon. The feet of the Lord is also a place of prayer and worship. After the Lord's resurrection, the Lord appeared to the Marys, and it's written in the Gospel that the Marys, they came and held Him by the feet, and they worshipped Him. And in the book of Psalms, there is a section in the book of Psalms, from Psalm 120 to 134, many of these Psalms are in the 11th and 12th hour of the Agbeah, these Psalms are called the Psalms of Ascent. Why? Because when the pilgrims would go and to the, the temple, the temple is on Mount Zion, it's high, they would say these psalms on the way up to, on, on the, way up to the temple. And yani, the beauty of our church is we took this practice, and even some of the same psalms we say on our way to church. For instance, we say, I was glad for those who said to me, we will go into the house of the Lord, our feet... Stood in your courts, O Jerusalem. This is the psalm of, like, ascent. And one of these psalms of ascent, these, all these psalms are about worship of God. And one of the beautiful psalms of ascent, it says, Let us go into his tabernacle. Let us go into his temple. Let us worship him. Let us worship at his footstool, at his feet. We will worship at His feet. When we are in the presence of God, the natural response to the presence of God is to worship at His feet. Because the glory of God is too, too great. The glory of God, if maybe you read Elements, you know the glory of God is heavy. Is heavy. And that's why Joshua, when he saw the commander of the Lord's army, the first thing that it's written is that Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped and worshipped because the feet is the proper place of, of worship. And similarly, St. John the Beloved, when he saw his revelation, what is it written? And when he saw the Lord of glory and he saw the hair as white as snow and the eyes flaming of fire and the feet of brass and he saw the glory of God, 
the word. It says, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. Falling to the feet is the proper response to the glory of God. That's why in the liturgy, when we call on the glory of God, we should fall to our feet. We should fall No, we fall to the feet. Because the feet is the proper place of worship. Number three, the feet of the Lord is a place of healing. The feet of the Lord is a place of healing. If a person is sick, you take them to the hospital. Because the hospital is a place of healing. The hospital itself doesn't heal you. Like the building itself doesn't heal you. But going to the hospital gives you access to all the resources for healing. When I go to the feet of the Lord, it's as if, it is as if I am checking myself into the hospital. At the feet of Jesus, I will have access to the physician of my soul. And I will find healing at the feet of the Lord. And that's why it's written in the gospel, like, of uh, the gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 15. Look at this. It says, A great multitude came to him having with them the lame, the blind, the mute, the maimed, and many others. And what did they do with all of these sick people? It says they laid them down at Jesus' feet, and then he healed them all. In this day and age, we try to find healing in every other place. We tried to find healing through medication, through drugs, through relationships, through TV, through a lot of other means. We need to find healing at the feet of our Lord. When the Lord met the Samaritan woman, he didn't fix her relationship with her her partner. He fixed his relationship with her. Fix your relationship with the Lord by sitting at his feet. I read a funny joke this morning. It was about three men who were sitting with the Lord. One had back pain, so the Lord touched his back and took away his pain. The second one had vision problems, so the Lord touched his eyes, and he saw clearly. The third was crippled, but when the Lord was going to heal him, he said, Don't touch me, I'm on disability pension. And this seems ridiculous, but this is how we are. This is exactly how we are. The church place of healing. Church gives us the sacraments of healing and of life. But do we do the sacraments properly? Do we refuse repentance and confession? If we refuse repentance and confession, we're saying, Lord, don't touch me. Don't heal me. And actually, Simon, the Pharisee in the gospel today, refused to be touched by the Lord. And that's why the Lord rebuked him sharply. And he said, I entered your house. You gave me no water. You didn't know, you could have touched me. No, you didn't give me water. But she washed my feet with her tears and wiped me with the, tear, the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil. You did not. You're failing. You didn't want to touch me. But this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore, I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. Tab Simon, what about your sins? Are they forgiven? No, they're not forgiven. Because you didn't want the Lord to heal you. 
and you were caught up with your pride, and you were not willing to sit at the feet of the Lord Christ. I feel many of us, we are like Simon. It's like any person who takes, like, is on medication but refuses to take their medication. How will they get healing? There is no healing. Because every time I sit at the feet of the Lord, I receive healing. Every time I sit and I read the Bible, I see God's love for me. I see God has a plan for me. I see God's mercy. I see His love for me. And this heals me. This heals me. This encourages me. Yeah, one thing I've noticed from my own life and from the experience of many others is that when I am at my low points, it usually coincides with my spiritual low. Into a hasid, Kira? Have you noticed this trend? When I feel low, it's because I am spiritually low. I am emotionally drained. But if I am feeding on the Word of God, if I am sitting at the Lord's feet, I will receive healing, nourishment for my soul. Come to the Lord's feet to receive healing. There's a beautiful story in the Gospel of Jairus. It says, Jairus, when he saw the Lord, he fell at his feet. And he begged the Lord and said, he begged, that was point one, begging for forgiveness. And then he prayed, he said, please Lord, come, heal my daughter and heal her. So you see, he begged, he prayed, and he received healing. The place of the feet, that is a wonderful place to be. Number four, the feet of the Lord is a place of rest and instruction. In the Gospel of, uh, of St. Luke chapter 8, we read about a demon-possessed man who was of the Gadarenes. This man was a vicious man. This man, he was not tameable. He was scary. And he lived in a graveyard. And then at the end of the story, if you read the end of the story, it says, then they went out to see what had happened. They came to Jesus and found the man whom the demons had departed. And where was this man? He's sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. This man found rest. He found instruction at the feet of the Lord. Similarly, you see the same thing with Mary and Martha. You know, Mary was sitting at the, at the feet of Christ. But Martha was distracted with serving And she approached the Lord and said, Lord, don't you care that my sister left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. One thing is needed is to sit at my feet. One thing is needed to sit at my feet. And Mary had chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. At the feet of the Lord I have rest. I have refreshment. Our feet, so busy these days, and they're trying to run to a million different things and to do a million different things. But our feet, they need a break. They need a break. So find your rest at the feet of Christ. One concern I have for our generation, this is a big concern I have for this generation, is that our generation has associated rest with Beaches and sleeping, and that's very nice, that's great, and I'm going on vacation next week, see ya, yeah, that's great, but this is not rest, 
Rest comes at the feet of Christ. That's why if you, and I feel this, sometimes I go on vacation, I come back more exhausted. Best every time I go to the monastery with our youth, we come back exhausted, but I feel restored, I feel refreshed, I feel wonderful, I feel amazing, I feel spiritually hot, like, because rest comes not on a beach, yeah, it's nice, the beach is nice and all this stuff is good, but true rest comes at the feet of the Lord. I wish a generation that Yifhamul Kisadi, yeah? Find rest and instruction at the feet of the Lord. Lastly, the feet is a place of service. Is a place of service. And this is the amazing thing, is that the feast, which is so stinky, which is like is the lowest part of the body, this is the place where the Lord Jesus Christ went to go wash his disciples' feet. And why did our Lord teach us this? Is because all of us, we should be at the feet of each other. To learn to wash the feet of each other. Our Lord, He came down to wash our feet and to take the lowly place. And we too, we need to learn not to just be at the feet of the Lord Christ, but to be at the feet of each other. What does that mean to be at the feet of each other? To do other, to be kind to others, to give to others, to serve one another. This is the beauty of being at the feet. All of us are called to be at the feet of the Lord and to be at the feet of each other. I hope today we come to the Lord's feet. We find that the Lord's feet is a place of forgiveness. We find that the feet of the Lord is a place of prayer and worship. We find that the feet of the Lord is a place of healing. We find the feet of the Lord is a place of rest and instruction. And we find that the feet of the Lord is a place for service. I hope we take this and we come to the feet of the Lord. And glory be to our God forever. Amen. Hallelujah.